catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Recorded live. Hello. Hey, Laura. Hi. Uh, so wonderful to hear your voice. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, same to you. Thank you. Same to you. Yeah, thank you. You know, I, I heard something beautiful yesterday that somebody was sharing, that they were talking that instead of Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving, it was Happy Thanksgiving. Isn't that sweet? Thanksgiving. I like it. Yeah. yeah, me too. I totally loved it. So, we, when was the last time we saw uh, we talked to each other? Oh, my God, it was October, no, August 31st. I was thinking September. Was it really the end of August? It probably it was. was. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Love, to, love to tell me. I would love to hear what is, what has, in, in this huge time, what has been going right? What has been going right? Well, um, I went through the transition at work and feeling much better about that. I've left the IT side behind. And even my staff, they're funny because something will happen. And I'm like, no, you need to let the new team, you know, the team that came with me. It's like, no, you you got to let it go. That's not our job. <laughs> it's just wow. not our so you got to let it go. And they're looking at, I'm like, no, you need to let it go. So wow. if they need our help, they'll let us know, but um, they need to, to run with it. Yeah. Wow. So that's How are they doing? Good. I have let it, um, let it go. It's not my job. And I, I have let that go and I feel good. I'm concentrating on my new. Um, I worked with, I, I, we were talking about this, um, earlier on, and we just finished it, actually. I've got to do my final review on it, but um, doing my resume over. So she helped me with that and um, have that set and ready. Um, so felt really good with that. We had a couple of really, probably three, at least three, if not four, working sessions on that um, to go through and get that all kind of shined up. Yeah. So that was good. So feel really good with that. Um, on you know things going on at home i feel good we have things in place i've got my mom getting good care and you know managing that um so that's it's a lot a lot happened um, yes a couple of months a lot yeah my mom's world's totally changed like in, wow. and in days in days louder Oh my God! So, so I'm gonna invite you to. So, uh, before anything, congratulations because what I hear is that when we first started working together, I know that it feels probably like a million years ago, but it does, doesn't it? It's just so amazing how that could be. But there was an underlying sense of like anxiety or like angst that I don't hear in you right now. 
I yeah, I feel I feel a lot better. I feel a lot stronger emotionally. Um, you know, and I think part of this too was, um, and I am tapping here um, Good. with everything that went on with my mom. Right. I mean, it it really was real critical, and you know, it's you just take that breath, and it's like what's really important, and let the other crap just go because that's just yeah. not important right now. Wow, that, but that's a lot because you could have gotten really hooked in a lot of tension and angst and, that you avoided, especially because that was that was actually right after your brother's crisis. Well, and that's still going on, right? Exactly, exactly. Wow. So that's, um, you know, he did file bankruptcy. Um, he did yeah. do that, um, and in addition to that, so that's you know, that process is taking through the creditors and is okay. But he did also owe the IRS apparently substantially. Um, Yeah, so in his world, when I say substantially, I don't know the numbers, but I'm assuming millions. Um, Wow. Yeah, given the the debt that he had. So it's very easily is is in the millions. So he... um, at least on the good side, he and I are totally on the same page with mom and what care she needs. We're not at each other's throats, you know, we're, we're doing what's right, we think is the best thing for her. And we're both, we're both doing the, you know, we're on the same page. That's, that's wonderful. And that's so beautiful because you have no idea the amount of turmoil that could happen if that's not the case. It's just, oh, oh. you know, I, I hear it all the time, either, you know, people I work with that are going through this or even, you know, people at the nursing home. And it's like, you know, my brother or my sister, they, you know, don't want anything to do with it or they don't support it or they're in denial or whatever. And it's like, you know, yeah. this we're, we're both on the same page. Um, and he's moving out here. He's moving into my parents' house. Um, oh. Boston because I mean he's going to have to leave that apartment with the whole thing with his his debt issue Um, we haven't talked about how he's going to pay the monthly expenses here because that you know and I'm like okay we we still got to have that conversation (laughs) right yeah he did file for unemployment so he is doing that Um, and that that process has started but for me his business is like completely just like he just closed what? it. Yeah, he he closed the wow. business uh, earlier this year. So, um, you know, he had to. There was no, the income wasn't there. It was going to cost him money to stay in business at that point. Right. Wow. Wow. So, Talk about a huge, like, like a hundred and eighty degree change, huh? Right. Right. Wow. I know. And that's I can't imagine his world. You know, I mean, when you go from literally having you know, you could do anything you wanted at any time. And literally that meant, you know, flying to France or Italy or England or whatever for even like a three or four day getaway with his girlfriend. You know, I mean, that was his, that's what he did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now it's like, now he's filing for unemployment and it's, it's just, you know, hard to wrap your head around, but that for me is still on um, it's unnerving at best is 
that in speaking with a lawyer, um, you know, because we're trying to get mom's finances all in order and how are we going to pay, you know, for her situation, uh, that, you know, and I let him know what was going on with my brother. um, He said the IRS he wasn't worried about because the IRS, if they put a lien on the house and he's living in the house, they can't do anything because he's there and he's living. It's his primary resident residence and the lien is would be in place for seven years so as long as he lives there seven years then the lien Mm. falls off and that's the end of it well it might be a good idea before he even moves in that the house the house can be put under oh what is what is it called but you can yeah homestead the homestead yeah so it already is it already is okay okay so they cannot totally cannot touch it well, they can't, but the bankruptcy court could. Oh. Bankruptcy court could force the sale of the house. Wow. Now, is it in? It's not in his name, though, is it? It's no. It's it's still in my mom's name. How do I want to okay. say it? So my mom, because of that Homestead Act, she can live there, you know, her entire life, and then the house goes to my brother and I. Right. Her and my dad did that a number of years ago, um, well beyond the, you know, the limit here. So it was probably 10, 12 years ago and put it in, um, it was the three of us then. And then, you know, my oldest brother has passed. So it's just Rob and I. Right. But because he's on it, the lawyer told me it's one of those, you've just got to wait and see if they contact you. There's nothing Mm. you can do and you just, you don't know unless you get a letter from them, right? But they right. they could force the sale of the house. Huh? So what can you do about but that? There, there's nothing you can, and and that's where you know for us, and he would he would still only get his third. You know, they could force the sale just to get his third of the house to pay off debt. Okay. So now, the one the one thing that could be done, and I don't know if there's enough time or how that would work, but isn't it true that you could uh, he could uh, potentially put it 100% in your name? Um, of course, with an agreement that you know when the time comes, you you still both own it. So it's like he's living in your house, basically. Would that be an option or not really? Because so that would be documented. We talked about that. With the lawyer, and I'm not dealing with a bankruptcy lawyer, and and maybe I should ask that question. He didn't think it was a good idea to do anything, the lawyer I was speaking to. He's kind of like the family attorney. Mm -hmm. Right. He he didn't think it was a good idea to get to do any of that um, movement with the deed. Okay. Yeah, because they can't find out anyway. So it's like, yeah. yeah, that's true. Wow, so how are it you would be feeling? after he filed, so they still could I think that was the thought process since he he already filed for bankruptcy and was on it at that time mm, right but what right. he's telling me you you can't do things for six months prior to filing bankruptcy or six months oh. after you know so that they look sense. for that kind of movement, yeah, yeah, wow. 
Ah, how are you? How are you feeling? How is your relationship with yourself? How are you taking care of yourself? How is this impacting your marriage? It's like everything, there's so much going on. There is. There is. Um, and I, I yep. do have to say something. Do you realize that all of these is connected with money? Yeah, I know. And, and there's been a lot of movement when we we did some significant work energetically in your relationship with money. We sure have. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that everything is bubbling up and moving, right? Right. So how do you feel about it? Is it does it, is it overall okay? How how is your overall health, both emotionally and physically? Um, doing okay, actually. I, I, I'm finally sleeping better. Um, this last week, I actually had a couple nights. I slept through the entire night, which has yeah. been almost for years. <laughs> you know, so I've awesome. uh, been working with the doc on that, and they finally got me on the, the homeopathic that's doing the job, and everything is, you know, that's certainly a help. Um, I'm not where I need to be. I did get to the gym today and I'm running maybe once a week, but I need, I know I need to do more, but with Rob coming out here, that's what I want to do is to be able to sit down and come up with a schedule that's good for us both. So we're both not burning ourselves out, but still getting to be with mom. Both of us have a lot of good time with mom, you know, so that's what we want to do. Yeah. So what actually happened to your mom? She, um, you know, for a number of years, she's had very mild to moderate dementia. So it, it was, she was in the state, Lauda, that, you know, she certainly was living home alone right up till the end of September. Um, we had a CNA in with her for the past year, but more for company, more than anything else, just so she wasn't home alone. Right, and right, of course. take her out to, you know, because mom, we did take the keys this last year, you know, the year prior. So she wasn't driving. So to take her to appointments and get her hair done and that kind of stuff. But she was, right. you know, other than that, she was home alone. Um, in September, I did start spending nights with her because she just seemed mm. a little more anxious. And that was fine. Right. So, you know, I was totally good with that. And John was good with that. And, you know, it was okay. Um, and then mid-September, one of the nights that you know, I was there and I didn't know it, um, she had gotten up to go to the bathroom and she fell in her bed. Oh. And she got back oh. in bed. She was fine. And, and when I got up the next morning, like at that point, I was still getting up like 5, 530. And um, I'd check on her. She was okay. Then I would I would come home, get ready and go to work. And I, I remember that morning I called her, you know, I kept calling her and she didn't answer the phone. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. So I called uh, the CNA to have her get there as early as she could and check on her. And mm-hmm. she was still in bed and she was okay. But she's like, I can't get up. My back really hurts. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, she called me. I called 911. We got the ambulance there, um, got her to the ER. I met him at the ER. And it turned out everything was okay. She was certainly sore, but, you know, she's still on uh, Tylenol for it. But um, nothing was broken. Okay. 
So, so that was okay. So we get back home and then over the next two weeks, I had that last week in September off from work. I'd planned it to take off to, to just do like day trips with mom. Right. And, yeah. You know, that Monday and Tuesday, I'm just watching and I'm like, something's off. She's just really, she was getting much more emotional. She was, um, she, she felt like she wasn't in her own house. And she's huh. looking around at her furniture, and it's like, I have a couch just like that. How did you get it? Huh. Here? You know, it, wow. it was, it thought I took everything out and transplanted her to to some kind of facility. Wow! Oh my God! So it was it was just really weird to see. So you know, again, you know, that Wednesday, I'm like, no, this is this is getting too scary. Something's really wrong. I took her to the ER, <laughs> and um. I was afraid that she, that night that she fell, I was afraid that she had hit her head and we just didn't right. pick up. You know, so it was like some kind of blunt trauma that was, was causing this or that she was right. having TIAs, those mini strokes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Because there was no sign of stroke, but the behavior was real. It was bizarre. It was just very, right. very so they did do the CAT scan of the head and neck, and everything was fine. But they also suspected a urinary tract infection. Oh. And they said with the elderly, so I, I share this with everybody, so as your parents are aging, can be your mother or father, but um, a urinary tract infection in the elderly, you know, we would get the burning and itching and all that kind of stuff. With them, it affects them mentally and really mm. severely. And, and oh I, I, can't, I can't say that enough. I mean, beyond severe. So oh. at that point, um, they did admit her because now, I mean, just within a day, that 24-hour period from like, I know something's wrong, but didn't think it was, you know, super critical, but still worth an ER visit. She right. started having hallucinations. And the hallucinations, Ah. um, I don't want to say it, they were, I call them friendly. So it was like seeing small animals, the cats and the dogs or small children. So it wasn't scary hallucinations, but it's like, oh, look at that little boy down there. He's so cute. Look at that little sailor suit. You know, and there's no little boy. Uh, You know, so hallucinations, delirium. I mean, she, she was not coherent by any stretch. And then the other side that was really bad was the paranoia. And the paranoia was... You're tapping, right? Right, It was the worst for me because you couldn't couldn't console her in any way, Lauda. She was, Mm. I mean, this is, she's in the hospital and she's like, she was so scared. She's like, somebody Mm. just came in and they killed five people, and they're going to kill me. They're going oh to cut God. my head off. You know, oh. and that's what you say. They're going to cut my head off. You know, oh and then, God. you know, the next day I would go in. She goes, I was just looking down the barrel of a gun. And it was that real for her. It was, it wow. was so awful. It was awful. Oh. Um, and they gave and her, they gave her medication to, you know, definitely calm it down but it, it the the floor doctor there told me he goes this 
the infection, whether it was the UTI or some other underlying infection, yeah. it could take days to weeks to burn out of her to system. Clear. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. It, it took six weeks before that. Wow. Was, you know, before the last of the hallucinations and the paranoia really were gone. It was six weeks. Wow. So um, she was in the hospital for five days. They were ready to release her, and, and I couldn't keep her safe at home at that point. Wow. So we um, we went to a rehab facility. And she was there for two weeks, and they got to the point where they didn't feel they could keep her safe either. And mm. they're like, she really needs to be in a, you know, and they, they call it the memory ward, you know, of the facility. Um, right. And we did find a place. They had an opening, and it's it's local, and it's one that does have a good reputation and one of the better ones in our area. Um you know, I mean, in, in, I tell my husband, I told my brother, I said, you know, none of them are great. You know, that's right. the bottom line, right? I mean, there's stuff that happens that you just wish it didn't happen. But right. compared to some, you know, this is this is one of the better ones. Right. And yeah. Yeah. we have Julie there. You know, I still pay her CNA to go every day. Mm-hmm. So it's another set of eyes, and, and she has that continuity. Somebody is still with her that she knows and trusts. Yeah. And then yeah. between me and my brother, you know, I'm either there first thing in the morning for coffee um, or there at the end of the day to have dinner with her and tuck her into bed at night. Wow. But it was the <sighs> infection, the, the the whole story on this is, where she had that mild to moderate dementia, the doctors think the kind that she has, it's not Alzheimer's that Alzheimer's is really a decades long, slow decline. You know, it's yeah. really a very, it's, you know, we've been through that too, because her mother had that, my grandmother. But the kind that mom has, it's um, probably, and they get, don't know for sure, but they're assuming it's vascular dementia and that mm-hmm. goes in steps so you're kind of at a plateau for a while and then something happens and you just drop and you're in wow. a new level so either the the trip it could have been they said even the trip to the er or the result of the infection just triggered her dementia to a new level oh, so i mean her wow. world um, I went to a dementia support group here at my church just this last week. They meet once a month. So I, I went to, to kind of see what that was about. And, you know, and I shared with them, it's like what's, what's so hard for me is her, her world just totally turned upside down in a matter of days. And, yeah. you know, I, I've just, I've never seen that. You know, I, I went through it with my Graham in the, in the long, slow decline and I've seen yeah. it certainly with my neighbors and, and other people, but I've never seen you're okay and can live home alone, and then within two days you're you're in an institution. Yeah, it, yeah. it's it's just weird, and I'm like, holy yeah. crap! Yeah. How old is she, Cheryl? Eighty-nine. Okay. Okay. How do you feel? Because I know that you've been very close with to her for a number of years, how is it affecting you? Because that's really big, right? I mean, it's just emotionally, 
I know you, you go into like, okay, what needs to be done? Let's get things right. straight. And, and right. that's a really good thing to do. But I'm here to really support the emotional part of you that may be still in shock and trauma about these whole things. It, and, and guilt. You know, I mean, mm. the, you know, and I brought that up and they're like, no, no, this wouldn't have changed anything. I'm like, if we had, you know, if we picked on up on the UTI sooner, would that have changed anything? And, yeah. you know, everybody's reassuring me, no, it wouldn't. But, you know, it, it runs through your head. Absolutely. Um, you know, but the the other side is it's, you know, it's that just that whole mortality realization, you know, I mean, yeah, I went through it with my dad, you know, a period of declining health, you know, over his last year, and he was almost 89, and, and you know, I mean, at 89, I always say, you know, they, they kind of push the envelope pretty far, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of people aren't that lucky, you know, but when I lost my dad, it's like, you know, logic totally goes out the window, because at the end of the day, you just lost your dad. Absolutely. You know, that's where I am now. It's like, you know, I know, I know she won't come home. And I'm to do things, um, you know, like to take care of her funds. And, you know, I've already reached out to the funeral home. They're like, make all the pre-arrangements now. So you know Mm. that that's covered. And it's like, you know, and then, you know, you do it, and it's like, you know, you do it because you have to do it, and then I drive home and then burst into tears, you know, it's like, yeah. it's just, you know, the things that, you know, and then I'm like, no, snap out of it, she's here, you know, you be good and be, you know, I tell myself, it's like, no, you enjoy just every day you have, um, yeah. and so I feel good about that, Lauda, I'm at a point where, you know, certainly I am going to get sad, and I do, and it's it's hard, um, but I am just so grateful I still have my mom, yeah. and she still knows me, because mm. there's going to come a day when she won't. Yes, okay. You're <laughs> tapping, right? I am tapping away, but I know there will. I, I You know, I see yeah. it, and I know, but she knows me and loves me, and I'm like, that's yeah. all that matters. That's all that matters yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh. And I'm so, the other thing that is so, so huge is how John is supporting you. Oh, right? yeah. He is. And, you know, even today, he went to work. He had he volunteers at the hospital in town. And um, he got there and, and turns out they didn't need him. And he had the day off. So he knew I was over there visiting mom. So he stopped in. You know, because he was right mm. there, you know, and, and uh, you know, and that made her smile, too. It's like, oh, there's John, you know, and and it was good. And, and he is. He's he's being very helpful and supportive. And it's, um, you know, we're, we don't have a routine yet. We're still kind of trying to figure things out, certainly. Um, and it's it's hard for him, too, because over, you know, since my dad died, We've had mom over for dinner every night, you know, wow. so we at the dining room table for a regular, nice, full dinner, you know, every night. And yeah. I'm like, well, maybe twice a week we can do that now. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. 
but uh, you, she can, yeah, can, can she actually come? Can she come out of it? Can she like? Can you pick her up, or you you actually have to visit her? Can she be picked up and take somewhere, or not really? Well, he, the the hard thing is we we can take her out. Um, like we take her out every week. She went out today to get her hair done. We, my brother and I and John took her out yesterday. We had a nice Thanksgiving dinner at, at one of the the restaurants that she likes. Nice. So we did that. Um, and, you know, we get her out a couple times a week. I'll take her out Sunday to go get our nails done. Just kind of a fun thing to do. That's wonderful. You know, something that we've done all the time. But the hard thing with home, and my brother and I are really struggling with this, and, and I talk to the staff there, and they just look at me and say, yeah, that's that's a hard one. I don't know. <laughs> um, right. Because coming to my house, where she came so much for dinner, it could be too emotional for her because it's where yeah. she grew up. This was her parents' house. Yeah. And right. where she is right now, she's really fixated on her parents. And so, you know, up until, you know, all this happened, she knew her parents had passed away. Mm-hmm. But right now she's like, where are they? How come I can't reach them? Why don't they come and see me? Mm-hmm. And we're afraid if we bring her home, it's it really could just be too much for her emotionally. Yes. Yeah. So either she, she'll break down being here and where are her parents since she's in their house, or she won't want to leave and we'll be in that situation and won't know how to get her back. Right, right. Ah, so it's it's really, there's like something like there's so much to navigate and to manage, right? Right. And it's it's all unknown, you know. I mean, it's just, I, I'm asking the staff because they're the experts. I'm, I'm treading on whole new territory here. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, looking for their help and support because, we just don't know. Like Thanksgiving, it was okay because that's that was something we've done for years as a family. You know, when Rob was living out of state, it was just my parents and John and I. So for four people, you know, I suggested it one year. Let's let's just go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to deal with the cooking, the cleaning, and all that. And we can just sit and talk to each other. Right, absolutely. You know, and it's great. We 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 enjoyed it. So probably for ten years we've been doing that. Um. So so Thanksgiving was fine, but now Christmas is right around the corner, and I'm struggling with it. You know, I want to bring her home, but I'm scared to death. Mm-hmm. Is it really what would be best for her, or is it what's going to be best for me? Right? right. Is it just? Is it for me to have her here? And I'm, I just don't know right now. And, you know, in these next months, there's a lot that is going to be changing and there's going to be some subtleties because you may notice that she settles and then she becomes a little stable okay. or something, you know, starts acting up more. And just, I would say, monitor 
her and get the opinion of the experts around her. Right. 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 How that's, is she in the? Has she settled? She is much better now. She really is. I mean, anybody going into that situation, and especially when she first got there. She was still having some of the paranoia, certainly, and the the um, hallucinations. So now she really does seem settled, and she's made friends. Mm. You know, there's, there's like this group of four of them that are, you know, all about the same age and kind of in the same situation, so they can... They talk to each other. They support each other. Um, the conversations they have, you know, if, if if you and I were listening, would be like, huh? <laughs> but it doesn't happen to them, right? I mean, one's talking about one thing. Somebody's talking about something else. But they're talking to each other, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> you know, they're just supporting each other. So. Well, and the beauty the beauty of it is that they probably don't care. It's just a lot about the company, right? right? It, exactly, and and that's one of the biggest things that that I like about having her there is when she was home over the past couple years, um, you know, even at least two, if not over three years, you know, she would say she's just lonely because mm. she doesn't have anybody her age anymore. You know, yeah. the people her age have passed. They're yeah. gone. She has very few people her age. And, you know, she still has a couple at the Cape, and they've reached out. I've let them know, and they've reached out and sent her cards. And, you know, that's that's nice. But, um, you know, at least now she has the, these other three other women that she's connected to. And they're all right, right around the same age. That is really wonderful for her. And so, what have you have you read anything by Elizabeth Kubler Ross? No. Okay, I'm, it's interesting because um, I read her books many, many years ago, uh, and I highly recommend them. She is wonderful. You can even get them on audio and use and listen while you're commuting to work. Because um, okay. I know that your time is precious, so you can just even get them from the library. And um, so it, one is, it's all about, her story is really precious. And the reason that I'm bringing it up is because she helped me at a time where I don't particularly know what was going on, but death was something that was around my family, and I just needed to get a grasp on it, right? Um, You can still hear me okay? Yes, I can, yep. Wonderful, okay, I do too. And she is a doctor uh, that actually, um, without intention, she ended up accompanying people in the transition from here to the other life, to the other side. Um, and she, you know, she's the one that came up with the, the six stages of grieving. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's the one that did that uh, by just witnessing and being present. I think, I mean, you can read her words and she has such a beautiful heart. I mean, it's just really, really sweet. Um, and And it's just... Because some of the things that you're saying have to do with absolutely the dementia, of course, 
But some of those things have to do with when there, one of the things you mentioned, and I don't know if these make sense to you or not, but from, is like there's moments when we hit, when we get a certain age, which seems like, you know, your mom's age, almost like the veil between these dimension, let's call it, and where we're heading next becomes thinner. Yeah. And yeah. they can either see things, they may be able to even see, uh, you know, people that have passed, or they see, you know, light beings or angels or, you know, whatever it might be. There's, they start starting to see things that sometimes they're like, is this a hallucination? Is she actually seeing something that I right. cannot see? Right. And, uh, and it just puts it into perspective in a way that is very helpful. Um I highly recommend it. She has one that is called "On Death and Dying." Um, right now, I'm reading. I'm reading "The Wheel of Life," which is actually her biography, which is really wonderful as well. Um, but not as instructional or not as educational in the, the whole process. So, "On Death and Dying" is a really good one. It's very simple and very. Um, it's simple and yet it's very spiritual in a really nice way. So I think you may enjoy it. Thank you. Um, I will. But you know, even with that, I would love to. What is it that? What What would you most need from us? You are like, because I feel like it would be some really wonderful to do some tapping about your well being and your self care, and all the sadness and the guilt that may be in your energy. Yeah, it's what I'm struggling with because I'm still working full time. And I just want to be with her. Yeah. I just yeah. want to be with her. Um, yeah. You know, like now, like yesterday, um, I came home for an hour yesterday afternoon while my brother was there. But I was there from 7 to 7. And it was just great. Yeah. I mean, I was. You know, I started the day and had coffee with her and just, we just stayed together all day until we tucked in at night. And um, it does, you know, it it does make me sad when, like, during the week I go and have coffee with her, but I'm only there for about an hour. And then I have to go to work. And it's like, I know it's an hour and it's precious and especially first thing in the morning because um, just the whole thing with dementia is they're better in the morning generally Mm -hmm. and it's also quieter there not everybody is up and it's not as busy and you know so we just I I bring her a coffee and I bring mine and we take a table and the you know, it's a dining room that they have, but it's nice and bright and sunny, and we just have our quiet time. Right. You know, and it's very precious. I, I, I'm, I love that time. But then yeah. it's like, damn, I gotta go to work. <laughs> you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And is it is it definitely is it an option at all to actually take them off or take? Because uh, I imagine with everything going on, you may not want to. Have you considered other options like working less hours or doing like, um, what do they call it, like flexible time so you can work from home or something like that? I have thought about that, um, but it's, it's, 
I don't think I, my job, I could work less hours unless I was, I mean, it would certainly affect my, my salary and I can't afford that right now. You know, it's all, I'm a salaried person and it's like to, to go from 40 hour to say 20. I mean, I put in more than 40, but they pay you for 40, whatever, you right. know, and I wouldn't be working from home because if I had the time, I would be there. You know, right. I wouldn't be working. I would, I would definitely be with mom. Yeah. Yeah. But again, well, that hoping, you know, once my brother's here that I'll feel better, I'm hoping again, you know, I'm going to let some of it go. It's like, cause I know I can't do it all. And is at least if one of us is there, yeah. you know, more, it's like, let's, let's see what we can do. And, and he's very, you know, he's really good and he'll, he wants to be there and, you know, goes for three or four hours at a time. Easy, you know, so it's the same thing. He, he wants to be there too. So, um, but he, he certainly has a lot on his plate because he's not through all of his crap yet either. Right. Yeah. Ah, so I do feel like some, like somehow your, your soul is in a good place. Have you been tapping all this time? Even a tiny bit or not really? Not really. Okay. Sorry to say, no. <laughs> no, I'm very I'm very glad and I feel honored that you're very honest. I know I should, you know, and it's funny because I think about it and it's like something happens and then I'm like, I really should be tapping on this. And then I get so distracted. It's like something else. Here's the latest crisis or something else I need to get done. And I'm like, it pops right out of my head. Yeah, of course. How about in the car? What are the things that you're doing in the car? Well, you know, it's funny because um, having this time, you know, when I, like last night, I said I was home for an hour and I was, I, I needed to do something, right? So it's, I need to do something in my house and, you know, kind of that nesting thing. So I was cleaning a, um, a cabinet that I had and I came across um a number of CDs from one of the Tapping Solution World Summits. Yeah. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, I need to take these. I need to have them in the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, I've had them and I'm like, until they like jumped out right in front of me. So I have them all, all on the kitchen table right now, ready to, to go with me and get in the car. So <laughs> I'm going to start, start listening to those again. Wonderful. That sounds really like a fabulous idea. That's really, really great. And I, I used to do that a lot. I always played the CDs um, or had the audio from through the phone. And um, so I'd tap all the way to and from work. You know, that's what I, I, that's how when I first got introduced to tapping, I was doing it all the time. I tapped every day. And I'm like, yeah, it's the times when you really need it the most and I'm not doing it. So. Right. That is a commitment yeah. to myself. I'm like, no, I need to do this for me. So even though we've been actually talking, I want to tell you in the forty, you know, in the forty-four minute of our session, I want us to do a guided, a guided uh, tapping, and you can actually download it and just listen to this part. It's just, just a little piece. How does that okay. sound? Yes. Yeah, uh, so, so tell me, what is the most like what is, what is that is most present for you? Is it feeling guilty, feeling sad, 
what would the word be on it's that I can't I feel like I can't give her enough of me mm. okay you know and it so it it is sad but it and it, it it's not really guilt you know and it comes back it's like and John and I talk about this all the time is that you know my parents gave us so much and I want to be able to be there for her now that she needs it. And I said, and I don't feel, you know, that it's a burden. I don't feel guilty that, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. I'm like, I want to do it. I want to be yeah. there for her. And yeah. that's just a, the struggle is that the reality is I'm still working and I can only be there so much. And yeah. I can't be there as much as I want. Okay. Okay. So let's let's just. Oh, and this is and how how would you say that it it feels physically? What is the sensation that all of these thoughts have? Like the wanting to really be there and just giving her your attention and your care and your love. What do you where do you feel it? Oh, it's funny, the, the timing, I feel it right now in my shoulder. Um, last night, and I, that's what I think, it's like I said, you know, I slept really funny. I got up this morning and my left shoulder was killing me. And it's like even trying to drive, I go to turn my head and I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I think it's kind of all um, starting Your to shoulder. catch up and settling in that shoulder, upper neck area, upper shoulder mm. and left neck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how intense would you say right now if you were to listen to the feeling, the sensation, or overall that all this tension and conflict? How how intense is it? It's not right now, actually. You know, this morning okay. when I got up, it was a tent. It was like, oh my God, I can't move my head. <laughs> wow. And now, okay. Um, and especially after tapping for almost an hour, I'm like, yeah, it's there, but maybe really even a two or a three. Oh, so you did tap today? Well, right now. We've been tapping for the oh. hours. So oh, yes, I'm, that's true. Going, <laughs> that's very true. I'm going for I'm, it. <laughs> wonderful. Okay. So repeat after me. I just feel that I cannot give her enough of me. I just feel that I cannot give her enough of me. And I really want to be with her. And I really want to be with her. She has given me so much. She has given me so much. I could never, ever repay her. I can never, ever repay her. And I really want to be with her. Is that distracting you? Do you want yeah. me to wait for a minute? Going oh, nuts. Hey, you be good. What are you looking at? You be good girl. <laughs> saw something out the window and had to protect me. <laughs> of course, of course. It's like, hey, my, my, this is my mom. Don't get anywhere near. Interesting yeah. that we're talking about spending time with mom and That's your right. girl is protecting you. Right. <laughs> That's so sweet. They pick up on energy. It's so beautiful. You're a good girl. And I do. My uh, mom. Yeah. Mm. I do have an internal struggle. I do have an internal struggle. 
Because there's a part of me that really wishes I didn't have to work. Because there's a part of me that really wishes I didn't have to work. I could be with her as much as I want. And I could be with her as much as I want. Because I really, really would love that. And I really, really would love that. Just to spend time with her. Just to spend time with her. To share time and quality space together. To share time and quality space together. She has done so much for me. She has done so much for me. I would never be able to repay her. I would never, ever be able to repay her. I know that she knows. I know that she knows. That I truly love her. But I can't give her enough of me. I can't give her enough of me. And I would really want to. And I really want to. I feel somewhat responsible. I feel somewhat responsible. Somewhat or very? What is the actual word? I'm sorry? What? What is it? Is it somewhat responsible or very responsible? Oh, very responsible. Yeah, yeah let's go there. I do feel very responsible. And she, I know she needs me. I know she needs me. So I would love to just be there to take care of her. And I would love to just be there to take care of her. Because that's what she did and so much more for me. Because that's what she did and so much more for me. And it would be a pleasure to do it. And it would be a pleasure to do it. She gave me so much. She gave me so much. And I love her so much. And I love her so much. And I know that her time here is limited. And I know that her time here is limited. I'm choosing to enjoy every moment. And I'm choosing to enjoy every moment. I can truly absorb our connection. Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, I can truly absorb our connection. You know when you're in the presence or it's Mm -hmm. like I want you to close your eyes for a moment and imagine that you're with her. Right, Right here, right now, as you keep on tapping, Cheryl, just close your eyes, imagine you're with her as if you are yesterday or this morning and just notice the quality of your connection. Sometimes is there, there's moments that are so precious, we would love to just stop the time, right? Just like let time stop so we can just be in this moment for a couple of days, right? Just like really stretch the time that we have with the people we love. And I can truly absorb our connection. Yeah. The energy and the quality of our love for each other. The energy and quality of our love for each other. And I realize that closing my eyes. And I realize that closing my eyes. I could actually feel her now with me. 
I can actually feel her now with me. She's always with me in my heart. She is always with me in my heart. As I am in hers. As I am in hers. And that will never change. And that will never change. Deep breath. I feel so privileged. I feel so privileged. So honored. So honored. To have this mom. To have this mom. And I treasure every moment together. And I treasure every moment together. Knowing that she will always be with me. Knowing that she will always be with me. No matter what. No matter what. Take a deep breath. And in this moment, I want you to just really just treasure that love and take a breath and put your heart, your hands over your heart. And truly, as you breathe and exhale, just relax your shoulders. That you're more than fulfilling your desire to care for her. You're more than fulfilling your, your need and your true desire to be with her. And there is no... There is no requirement of you to put even more pressure on yourself. This is, these are the words that I want you to really allow your, every cell of your body and your nervous system to absorb. I don't need any more pressure. And I'm, I really want you to say that, especially to your shoulders, because... You, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're loving the best thing you can give your mom and you can give yourself is just be in your heart and not feel that extra pressure on your shoulders, which is with 100% with responsibility. And the neck, right. Sorry, go ahead. I don't need any more pressure. Right. And that is actually inviting not just your shoulders to relax. I truly want you to notice how they soften, as well as your neck saying, it's okay to be connected with my emotions. When the neck starts really acting up with, with you know, pain and, you know, contraction, you know, contractions and so on, and I've had that a lot, it's because emotionally there's so much going on that we try to disconnect and be functioning a little bit more from our head so that the, the neck is a little bit out of whack because the connection is not present. Does that make right. sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, like, it's, it's okay. So the, what I'm going to invite you to do is that it's okay to feel my feelings. It's okay to feel the sadness in moments, to feel the amazing joy and love of being together, the sadness of having to leave her, the beauty when she, you know, reaches out to you or you talk with her on the phone, whatever it might be. Can, can she still talk on the phone with you when you're, like, driving or 
you have a little break at home, at work? Um, I do when her our CNA is there. They don't have phones okay. there. Okay, so she doesn't have a cell phone available or anything like that. No, no. So if okay. if Julie is there with her, we do talk sometimes during the day. Okay, okay, that makes sense. <sighs> How are you feeling? I'm like, I want to say good, but I'm like, it's drained, and um, I feel, as always, I love talking with you, Lauda. Um, you know, we just move so much, and just letting it go. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. I had a lot trapped in here, and, you know, especially where we haven't chatted for a couple of months now, it's like, yeah. I'm a freak like holy smokes and it's just this uh yeah Yeah. it was very good good so it says i would highly recommend that just just listen even if it's the last 15 minutes because you can download these recordings as well and listen to them on the in the car this is you so just to it would be very loving for you to actually notice you know how is it for you to be loving with yourself and just giving what you need to yourself as well. And it would be beautiful to, I know that your schedule may be really tied. It would be wonderful. So these, we have two more sessions that are part of, you know, part of the the, the, the program that you signed up with who knows when. <laughs> I know. And that's, I did, I think I booked the next two, and that's what I wanted to double-check. I thought that's what we had, so I would... Oh, let me see, let me see. Uh, okay, it's probably is a couple... Yes, yeah, the Tuesday the 5th, yes. Yes, perfect. Okay, wonderful, yeah, perfect. That's wonderful, wonderful. I'm, I'm very happy that we're, I'm going to be here. Great, great, that I'm, we're connected. I love that. I absolutely love that. So is that, that will be the, the last of our sessions? Yes, those next two, unless if you want to continue working together, there's definitely ways that we can do that. And you don't have to sign for a large program or anything. We'll we'll discuss that. Okay. okay. It would be it would be a pleasure to continue to support you. Absolutely. And I have to tell you that in that case we can do session by session. I have people that continue working with me and we connect once a month and then they listen to the recording. So there's a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be a big Burden. Okay. 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 Good. So I'm here for you as long as you want me. <laughs> Excellent. No, it's been so yeah. helpful, and you know, just um, yeah, just so much was going on, and and that was it. It's like my whole focus has been just all about mom, and that's how I feel now. Things are, you know, decisions are made, and she's settling. You know, we're. Right. We're just trying to keep all moving forward. Of course. Cheryl, I'm so sorry. I have a 4 p.m., so I need to go. But I send you a huge, huge, huge hug, lots of love, and uh, take very good care, okay? I will. Thank you, Lauda. You as well. And enjoy the time with you. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.